Welcome to She Takes on Corporate, the podcast that empowers females to explore their untapped potential and drive their careers forward. You're joining your hosts, Nicole and Amandeep. Welcome to today's episode of She Takes on Corporate. So the menstrual cycle is something that I learned a lot about in uni studying health sci, but I never really thought about the day-to-day effects or how it actually affects my life and my productivity or motivation levels or anything like that. Um, But I recently came across an article that linked the menstrual cycle to those differing levels of motivation and productivity across the month. And I had the realization that as women, we can't have the same level of productivity every day of the month because we don't have a 24-hour cycle like men. We don't have the same levels of hormones every day of the month. So when there are those fluctuations of hormones happening and lots going on in your body, like corporate wasn't designed for people with menstrual cycles, right? So in today's episode, we're actually going to be taking you through how to be your most productive at each stage of the menstrual cycle, but also when you should be being kinder to yourself and making sure you get more rest. And I think particularly for people with a type A personality, like I'm in deep in myself, um, this is an episode you definitely don't want to miss. So before we get into it, here is our productivity hack. The best way for us to gain control of our lives is to literally track everything and treat it like a game. When we start tracking and auditing our habits, we will face the reality of how much time we're spending doing certain tasks in our lives and it will actually help us manage our time a lot better. So for me, I personally need to do this to stop myself from scrolling on TikTok all the time. So what I mean by treating it like a game is that, you know, we often see goal setting, building habits as more more of a serious way. But if we can view it from a more fun, playful perspective, it actually encourages you to keep going with your goals. So it's exciting to be going from, you know, like your day one level, treating it like a level and then jumping it, jumping into the next level like a game. And I think when it comes to goal setting and being more productive, it's all about perspective. If we see tracking as too much work, then it will be too much work. But if you just see it as a, but if you just treat every task like a game and you move on to a new level every day, then it's more exciting. You tend to bring that fun back in and it's not as serious anymore. So you get to create those different rules, different levels. It's your game. You get to do it however you want to do it. And I personally started habit tracking to track new habits that I'm trying to build in my life. And I think it's been like great. And one thing you have to know is that the start is not always going to be perfect. And obviously I am not consistent with every one of my habit that I'm trying to build but it is so rewarding to see me get better and better every single day and trying to just take off one thing as the days go by and I know eventually I should be able to you know hit all my habits that I'm trying to develop but right now you know I've seen myself go from 33% to hitting 50 to half of my goals to now I'm sitting at 75 around there so I'm excited that before end of this year I feel like I can continue building those habits and treat it like a game. 
you know, I think it works. So if you give this productivity hack a go, please share your experience with us on Instagram. Now, here are a few quick stats before we jump into the episode. So I don't think these are going to be a surprise to anyone listening um, who has a uterus. (laughs) Um, Because it's not surprising that your menstrual cycle affects your productivity, right? So about a quarter of women miss work due to severe menstrual symptoms. And 20% of women find the menstrual cycle moderately or severely impacts their productivity. But there is a better side to it as well. So an increase in flexible working arrangements post-COVID has actually helped this. With 45% of young women finding flexible working helps them to manage their symptoms more effectively. So yay for COVID. (laughs) I'm so happy that we're talking about this topic. This is something that I have been trying to do for the last two years and trying to be more consistent with it. Mm. So after I finished uni and before I started working in my first corporate role, um, I took four months off to learn about all these topics that I wanted to you know, learn about to feel better prepared going into adulthood. And this was one of the topics um, because I didn't know anything about my body to that level that I felt like I should have known at university maybe. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even ask these type of questions to my mom because it's this is not something she does either. She doesn't track her periods, you know, and this is not what she grew up doing either and I guess maybe it's because of society difference I'm not sure but yeah and it's so interesting because we both actually studied health science and we both studied the science behind this but no practical applications or how it actually affects someone on their day-to-day life right exactly you would expect to be taught all of this in health Mm. sciences I guess not and I think back then when I first started on this journey (laughs) um One thing that was really surprising to me was that females operate on a 28-day cycle Mm. and males on 24-hour cycle. And I was just so mind-blown by that fact because it's so simple, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is way more complex than I thought. (laughs) I say, actually, that makes so much sense. And our society and corporate and everything is set up for that 24-hour cycle. Literally. So I feel like we as females are now having to try and find ways to make sure that things work with our bodies and Mm -hmm. aligns with how we're you know operating as females so ever since then i have been trying my best to cycle sync my meals my workout routines (laughs) my work everything like i think eventually when you've been doing it for so long it kind of turns into a normal lifestyle but it does take a little effort and sometimes it's frustrating when things don't line up Mm. but I guess the whole point of you know we'll talk about this through the episode as well it's just you trying your best because cycle syncing is literally all about making sure that everything around you works with your body yeah and I guess just having that awareness as well so if things aren't going so great one day you actually Mm. know why Mm. and I think with cycle syncing as well of course most people do it so they can balance their hormones you know, make sure they don't have cramps during the periods, remove bloating, heavy periods. But Mm -hmm. cycle syncing is way bigger than just how it affects our body. So when our hormones work well, 
it helps with our mood, our creativity, our energy. And when we feel so great about ourselves, we actually have better productivity levels and we tend to have better relationships with other people as well. And it all linked to how we show up at work as well. So mm. it does affect the way we you know, show up to work and our working relationships. So if we are able to sync everything with, our, you know, with the way we're built, I guess, it kind of removes the unnecessary suffering that we can face. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of really excited for us to, you know, go through the four phases and <laughs> talk about each a bit more in depth. Cool. So throughout this episode, we are going to be breaking down the four stages of the cycle. Um, and we're both going to be sharing our tips on how you can kind of work through these phases. So a side note here, you can actually use an app to track your cycle, which will help you to identify which phase you're in. Is there a particular app that you use, Amandeep? I have been using Clue. That's the app. I think I've heard of that one. I downloaded that when I was in high school, like when, like oh, back, wow. it was ages ago. So I feel like there might be, I, I haven't compared this to other apps, so yeah. there might be some other ones in, in the market, but this is just what I've always used. Right. And I've got my data from past 10 years. Wow. <laughs> That's cool though. <laughs> the things that we get excited about. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're surprised if I've been doing my no. one second video every day for the last five years. That's so. true. <laughs> so going into the first stage of the cycle, which is the one we all know, menstruation. So this is from the first day of your bleeding all the way through to your last day of bleeding. And usually it's anywhere between three to seven days. Now, during menstruation is when all of your levels of hormones are low. So what this means is you generally have low energy, your productivity levels are also at their lowest, surprise, surprise, like hence why we wanna just curl up into a ball and not talk to anyone. <laughs> um, so in terms of how to work best during this phase, this is when you need to be cutting back on work if that's possible at all, making sure you're getting into those really good routines of good sleep, you know, looking after yourself, your mental health, all of that, and trying to put less pressure on yourself to perform at your best. Because you know what? It's not always possible, right? How do you usually go about getting through the work week when you're menstruating? So I see this cycle as your, this phase of the cycle as your rest evaluation sort of phase. Mm. So this is when the communication between our right side and the left side of our brain is at its most, like it's the most powerful we'll have during mm. the whole 28 day cycle. So that means this is the perfect time for us to evaluate how our career is going. So since we're focusing on our careers, we'll just specifically touch on that side. But this is the time for you to look at what projects you've been working on, if you're happy with how they're going, you know, think about wanting to, this is when you think about if you want to change your career or you want to pivot, um, this is where you will look at your previous month's calendar and look at some patterns that you can identify. So mm -hmm. this is that evaluation phase. And I think this is where we can ask more questions to ourselves, like how have I been performing at work? Am I happy with how work is going? 
am I being valued at work? Do I like the projects I'm working on? So this is basically your ideal time right. to be thinking and revisiting your career goals or just any goals. Mm-hmm. I really like that because I feel like most people just forget to do that reflection. Mm-hmm. But if you have that kind of mental reminder of like, oh, it's that time of the month. Like this is yeah. when I need to like think about how the last month has been going and reflect and like evaluate how things are. Yeah. Like that's really good. I think this our body is naturally telling us that this is your resting phase. Mm. So when you're resting, you know, you have all that time to be all emotional and you can actually be (laughs) cry it out (laughs) get the ice cream out (laughs) and you can reflect on all your emotions that's why Mm. if you do it when you're in that state it's just so much easier to do the reflections and because our left and the right hemisphere of our brains are working at its best we're more likely to have better intuition and have those gut feelings they're just more in that phases of our that's really interesting. Cycle. Yeah. So if for some reason you're all of a sudden getting that feeling, okay, I need to go apply for a new job. <laughs> Maybe check your cycle. <laughs> but also if your gut is really telling you that you think you need to change your jobs and go for that one or mm-hmm. maybe ask, maybe you need to like look further into your work and see how you're performing. Like, you know, try and see if it's coming from your gut. Like I understand that we have low energy in this phase but you need to think to yourself is this low energy just your hormones in this phase or your gut is telling you something that you're not satisfied with your life and Mm. you actually need to make a change in your life so you know when you work with your cycle you can get all your answers from your body Mm -hmm. and here you can actually identify okay with my hormones i think i just need rest that's all i need but then if you're feeling really unsatisfied unsatisfied with your life then this is the phase that will give you those intuition the gut feeling that you need to maybe maybe take more action towards certain things in your life so just to add on what i normally try and do in terms of work um during menstruation this is when i'm trying to work from home a little more if that's possible um and trying to schedule in less like networking events less social events after work all of that so I can literally just like come home be a hermit crawl into bed and just like have that alone time to kind of just like reset yeah and that's exactly what you should be doing in this yeah phase, so you're doing everything right great that's good to know <laughs> first one tick <laughs> so the second phase is the follicular phase which is after the bleeding has ended and this is when your body is preparing for pregnancy And you actually tend to be feeling really good during this phase. Um, So obviously it depends um, person to person, but this lasts on average for 16 days. Um, And in terms of the hormones, during this phase, we have a really quick rise in our progesterone and our estrogen. So estrogen's a hormone that makes you feel really energized. So it's a good time to be like proactive at work, like putting your hand up for extra projects or different things that like sound really interesting to you. Um, This is when you can be doing your extra learning modules or jumping on a course if you've got the energy Um, and also focusing on getting the more complex tasks done during this phase. Yeah. 
high estrogen means this is when you can put on your planning and creativity hat on. So this is the phase of a cycle where you want to schedule your most challenging meetings, like you mm -hmm. said, you know, all your complex tasks, because your brain is able to better solve problems here in this phase. And it's, you're able to better strategize and plan. And here, another thing that you can do is holding brainstorming sessions with your coworkers because you're in that phase already where you can solve complex problems because your creativity is its highest. So it's like, it's actually great. Like there will be moments I'm sure where you turn up to work and you're like, wow, today, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> My brain is just going. And if you try and cycle um, sync mm -hmm. and see, it might be that you're in your follicular phase. Right. I just find this so fascinating because I studied neuroscience and I never came across <laughs> this. And I'm like, it's so interesting that there's like a period of the month where we're actually more creative. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And this is also the phase where it's the best time for you to start new projects. Mm. This is the best time if you're wanting to start a business. Like this is when you should be doing that because you're so creative in this space and you can problem solve. Um, for us who are in a business, you can look for new clients in this in this phase mm -hmm. as well. So basically, this is a phase where decision making is a lot easier and you're also a lot more optimistic. So you do tend to right. just go. You for just it. go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't question it. And I think like with corporate. You can't change your team planning days and be like, oh, well, it's not in my phase. Let's not do this. Let's not syncing up. Sorry. Let's change the date. <laughs> no, like, and I'm sure people listening would be thinking that as well right Imagine now. Imagine if we lived in a world like that. Like, sorry, you need to like do nothing this entire week. Like, let's reschedule that next week. <laughs> but if we actually put this into real world context and corporate mm -hmm. setting, Usually everything is planned way in advance. So you know when you're going to have your monthly team meeting, right? Your monthly planning se session whenever. Mm -hmm. So if you know that that's coming up and it's not in your follicular phase, then maybe go through the agenda in advance and then do all of that pre-work in your follicular phase. So when you have that monthly meeting coming up and you're in your, you know, like your other cycle where you need to rest, then you don't need to worry and you can still deliver the same level of performance regardless of mm. where you are in your cycle. Yeah, that's a good tip. So the third phase is your ovulation and this is when the egg is released. So this typically only lasts about 24 hours, but the hormones can still affect your mood for up to four days after. So this is when your estrogen and testosterone are both peaking and your progesterone dips. So generally testosterone actually makes women feel a lot more social and extroverted, which I thought was really interesting. Um, your estrogen makes you feel really energetic, like we said before. So this is a good time to be getting like face-to-face -face interactions. So book in those meetings, book in a catch up with your mentor, go to networking events. Like you're going to be feeling a lot more confident and like just ready to interact with people. Exactly. I think this is, when you're the most social, like you said, and anything to do with communication and collaboration, this is mm. your face. This is where you're going to be at your best. So the way you can make the most of this phase is by 
making sure that you have your most important conversations with your boss, your team, mm. or with your clients. Performance review. Yeah. <laughs> like you want to do it here because it's those it's that phase where the words will just naturally come out of your mouth, you know? It's everything just flows really well because this mm-hmm. is a phase of communication. So when you want to ask for a promotion, for example, ask for their raise, you want to negotiate your pay or you want to give a presentation or, for example, you go to a job interview, like see if you can schedule your job interview and maybe try and do it here. And I've actually done this and it has worked. <laughs> of course you have. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so, you know, the recent I've just finished my graduate program and I'm starting a new role soon. And when going through the interview phase, um, they asked me when I would like to schedule in my interview. So obviously I pull up my <laughs> cycle thinking and I try to schedule it as close as possible to my ovulation phase mm-hmm. um, and manage to go through the interview. And I got the job, but I'm sure like it's not because of the cycle thinking, just because of that. Like, you can't be like, oh, why did I not get the job when I schedule it during my, during my ovulation phase? <laughs> why is it not working? <laughs> but it's just, you just like setting yourself for the best outcome Mm -hmm. because you just never know how you're going to be feeling on the day if you don't even know your cycle but if you know your cycle and you know that you're in the phase that you're going to be naturally just communicating so well you don't even have to prepare Mm. then it works out like i remember for that interview i prepared literally 45 minutes before going into it (laughs) because i was like okay no like i kind of know what this is going to be about and I know, like, I'm in my ovulation phase, so it should be fine. Yeah, I guess the point is, like, because it's only up to four days, yeah. like, you can't just schedule every social no, interaction can't. into that four days. But if you can kind of mm. move things around a little bit, it could be cool to try it out. Yeah, I think in this phase as well, because we're able to better articulate our thoughts, um, our words, our opinions, it's just easier to get that communication across the line. And it's also in this phase that we're more likely to take on feedback and criticism. So that's uh, why you want to okay. do all your difficult conversations here because you you will naturally take on the feedback a lot better compared to, you know, for example, if you're in your, um, if you're administration. in your administration phase, like nah. <laughs> you're already very emotional. And lastly, I just wanted to share that our physical energy is also the highest in this phase as well. So like you said, you know, go talk to your uh, colleagues, go to happy hours, do all of the networking because you will naturally really excel in this phase. For me personally, outside corporate, so I do also cycle sync my gym workouts with these phases. (laughs) And I tend to block out longer sessions at the gym in these four phases because I know that I can push myself the highest like this because this is the phase we have the most physical energy so i guess if you are you know gym girly or you try and schedule different routines um working out routines in your calendar make sure you make the most of these four days so the final phase is the luteal phase and this occurs only when the egg isn't fertilized i.e when you're not pregnant um and this is when the uterus is preparing to shed And this is typically around 12 to 14 days long. So in terms of the hormones during this phase, both your estrogen and progesterone rise before dramatically falling at the end of the phase. So your progesterone has a calming effect, meaning you might be a little slower um, than previous weeks. 
And this is when you may experience PMS as well. So this is when it's a really good time to start your like self-care routines, get your face mask, get your good sleep, um, all of that. So in terms of in the workplace, it can be a good time to limit your face time at work in the office if that is possible. Um, And also try and focus on your more simple work, like catching up on your admin, clearing your emails, all of that. So what really surprised me here was that the phase where we are going to be feeling less motivated, less like energy levels, less productive, lasts almost two weeks. Mm. Like, did that surprise you as well? I think when I first got into all of this, everything surprised me. (laughs) (laughs) But now looking, you know, having worked with this for the last two years, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that is a really long time. Yeah, it's half the cycle. Literally, it's so long. And that's why this is the best time to do all your admin tasks, like you said. And because this is like that completion phase. So we may not have a lot of energy but we tend to focus a lot more inwards in this phase. We start to focus on things we had never noticed before in this Mm -hmm. phase. So our brain actually starts to prioritize the responsibilities we have been ignoring all month. (laughs) So for example, at work, it could be your quarterly reports, like closing off tasks, reviewing contracts. It could be you know, editing social media content <laughs> for me, <laughs> organizing your desk space, your files on your laptop, paperwork, you know, helping meet deadlines. This is the type of phase where you will naturally excel at just wrapping things up. Right. I have experienced this in this phase before where I would randomly would want to stay up later at night and do all my social media content creation then for our podcast. Yeah. Because I'm in the phase where I'm just naturally wanting to take things off from my to-do list and just right. take off all my admin tasks. Yeah. And even with like your Google Calendar, this is like your phase. I would always go into, go back into my Google Calendar and see all the unfinished things that I needed to do. And I will start creating a whole plan <laughs> as to how I need to just get things done because yeah. I know this is the phase I can naturally push my body to take everything off. In terms of the social aspect, like you said, we are going to be more tired going into networking events and doing anything to do with socializing. But that doesn't mean you can't do that because this phase is so long. It's two weeks, right? You can't just be like, okay, during this two weeks, I can only work from home. Don't call me. (laughs) Don't book a meeting with me. Leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it just... It just means that you will be more tired than normal. Mm -hmm. So that's why just be aware that when you're in the phase, you might need to like maybe block it a more time to come home and relax. You know, it's just being aware of your body. Yeah, I think for me, I definitely notice my social battery running out more quickly as well. Mm -hmm. So making sure I really think about how I'm setting up my week. And okay, if I'm going for this lunch here or catching up with this friend here, I need to kind of spread them out a little bit more and make sure I do have the evenings where I can come home and like have that alone time. Yeah, I think the beauty of cycle syncing is that sometimes, it, like honestly, most of the times things don't sync up with you. There's too yeah. many things to sync. Yeah, your Google Calendar, your cycle, you know, it <laughs> doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't. It really doesn't work, even if you try mm-hmm. really hard. But when we just understand our cycle syncing. It just helps you feel better in rhythm with your body, if that makes sense. You're just a lot more in rhythm and 
that helps you get things done a lot faster and you're a lot more productive. But in situations where you're out of cycle and you can't sync, you know, things, it just means that you're going to take longer to complete certain tasks and you're just going to feel a lot more drained than normal. Mm-hmm. So that just means that you're going to have to block out a lot more, lot more time to recover, like you said. Yeah, I think for me, the biggest thing is just having the understanding of why I might be feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. So like during like PMS, like knowing that you're going through that is just like, it makes such a big difference because yeah. you're like, okay, like maybe I don't really need to take this to heart or like, why am I being like so snappy at people? And mm. like, instead of just getting frustrated, you're like, well, this is why. So I can just be like kinder to myself yeah. and kind of take a step back a little bit. Like, I think just knowing the why behind why you might be yeah. like reacting or feeling a certain way makes all the difference. Yeah. I think next time your partner is like, so why are you acting like that in this <laughs> time of the month? You can actually now back it up with science and yeah. tell them that... Be like, refer to this app, please. Yeah. <laughs> it will educate you. I will put this printout on the fridge. Please refer to this so you can understand what I'm going through. <laughs> so just to wrap up today's episode, I think it's so important to understand what changes your body are going through So A, you know when it's okay to push yourself to achieve more and be like really productive and B, you know when to be more gentle and kind to yourself. And like we discussed, obviously the corporate world isn't designed for people with menstrual cycles, but we can really utilize the flexible working to really manage that and make it work for us. So I think if you take one action from today's episode have a think about one way that you can better support yourself during a phase of the cycle. So Amandit, what are your three key takeaways from today? Number one, download a peer tracker app on your phone or you know any app that you know so that you can start tracking your cycles and being more in tune with your body. Number two, when starting out, just track how you feel during the month. Take inventory of the things around you and just play around with things so that you can later figure out how you can better align yourself with the four stages discussed in this episode. Number three, share this information with all your female friends around you. Maybe it's your colleagues, your work friends, anyone, because I think we can really, if we can really work with our bodies, we can show up as our most energetic selves to work every single day. We would love to hear your feedback or your thoughts on today's episode. So flick us a message on Instagram if you have any feedback for us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Share with us on our Instagram page which tip you are going to take away. Disclaimer, the content in this podcast discussed today is for educational purposes only. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram, She Takes On Corporate.